I want to meditate, but I don't have time for it. And my brain is nonstop. It just doesn't shut down. So I really cannot meditate, but I know it's good for you. Does that sound like you? <laughs> I've heard parents say this. I've heard others say this. I'm pretty sure that was also me before I uh, brought meditation into my life. I am pretty sure that I thought of it as something that I know is good and really Zen people do and you have to have time for it and you have to be someone who can... Um, clear your mind. And that wasn't me. And I had all these almost self objections uh, about meditation. And the truth is that anyone can meditate. You, you can meditate. Your friend, your partner, everyone can meditate. And so I'm going to be giving you very, very, very practical ways to start meditation. And we're going to talk about what can happen when you start meditating and bring that into a regular part of your life, which some really good things can happen to you. And at the end, I'm going to have you start exploring something about yourself. My name is Giselle Beaumet, and you are listening to the Parenting Alchemy podcast, and I thank you for doing so. At the Parenting Alchemy, I help parents raise good human beings in confidence and wholeness using connection-based parenting solutions and inner child self-healing techniques. Let's begin. Again. Okay, so the thing with anything uh, that you want to do, if it doesn't matter to you, if you don't have a value to it, the chances that you're doing it or that you're going to do it are going to be slim. So it has to matter in your life. There has to be some sort of value. What is it going to do for you? And with meditation, it can do some really cool things for you. There was a study by the Harvard researchers and something they found was that people that were in depression, their brain changed in eight weeks of meditation and that it actually had a positive effect on their depression. They were less depressed. Their brain changed. They did an MRI before and after eight weeks of meditation. And it changed in particularly in the amygdala, which you may have heard about is um, you hear often referred to in that part of our brain, that almond shaped part of our brain, where we experience that fight or flight um, activation is a lot more complex than just our fight or, or our fight or flight, but you hear that a lot. It's where we store the memories of fear, is activates whenever we're afraid, is also connected to our anxiety. And research is finding that is also where we form positive memories. So there's still a lot to be learned about the amygdala. But what we do know, but what we do know is that it activates when we are afraid. 
Now that might be activate when we are afraid of getting hit by a car, but it also might be activated when we are triggered by someone such as our child or our partner. Um, it can be activated when we're operating from a super um, ready to explode um, energy, meaning that we've had a long day. And the next thing you say to me, I'm probably going to get really mad. So it can activate when we are losing our patience. You know, it can cause us to lose our patience. And so it can activate at different times in, in our lives. And in particular, talking about parenting, it can activate every day for us, depending on the kind of week that we're having. And so how it changed that was that it reduced the activation. So those people were able to experience less depression. It reduced the amygdala, meaning instead of losing your cool, for example, this is where it would apply in parenting. Let's say instead of losing your cool, it wasn't activated. You actually were kind of chilled. You were able to parent the way that you wanted to parent because you weren't having that fight or flight activation that can happen and throw us off to have uh, reactions that we are not so proud of. So that's with meditation. And they found that that was possible within eight weeks of meditation. There's a lot of other benefits when it comes to meditation. So what I'm gonna ask you to do is go to Google and Google what are the benefits, the scientific benefits of meditation. You're gonna find numerous. It can even help with physical ailments. Is it that powerful? So think of meditation as a tool that you have that's going to help you to be the person that you want to be in situations that are challenging for you. So that could be in your relationship with your co-parent or with your children or with yourself. Meditation can help you process those in a way that you're proud of, in a way that makes you happy. So that's one good reason for it to matter. But how do we get started? I'm going to tell you. So one thing that I think is intimidating about the concept of meditation is that you're, you feel almost as if you're expected to be in silence for an hour and not think about anything else. And if a thought came into your mind, then you were not meditating. And it's like only for these people who can sit in cross-legged and their backs are straight and they're just doing that for an hour and their minds are clear. And the reality is, yes, that is that can be a form of meditation, but it is, that is not the only form of meditation. You meditate throughout the day whenever you're in silence and in your thoughts. You are meditating. What we want to do with this is be intentional about it. So we want to purposely and with intent meditate. I'm going to ask you to just find five minutes every day. Five minutes. Ideally, this is five minutes that you are in silence. I'm going to ask you to do five minutes without a meditation app and without meditation music. I want you to practice silence. Five minutes. 
So find five minutes in your day where you can have silence. And then you're going to sit comfortably or you're going to lay down, whichever one makes you the most comfortable. Put your timer for five minutes. And when you lay down or sit down, you are going to start this process. You will take deep breaths in a comfortable way and you will release them in a comfortable way. So you're just going to breathe in whatever pace feels comfortable to you. But you're being aware of your breathing. You're noticing yourself taking these breaths. The second thing I want you to do is to scan your body. Starting from the top of your head, I want you to notice any part of your body that feels tight or uncomfortable or tense, and I would like you to release it. So you can release it by just moving your body and releasing it, shifting to a more comfortable position, or just dropping, dropping down. So if your eyebrows are scrunched up or you notice that they're tight, drop them down and just start from the top of your head all the way down to your pinky toe as you're breathing. That might take the whole five minutes, depending on how quickly you're able to get into a relaxed state. And if it does, bing, your timer goes off, you have meditated. You have been mindful and mindful and still and quiet for five minutes. You meditated. And then I want you, as the days proceed, so do that for like week one. At week two, I would like you to be open to receiving. And I would like you to just start with say a words of let's say a word of affirmation for yourself. Um, receiving, let's say you want more patience, so you can receive patience. I receive more patience. I am more patient. And then you'll just say that mantra to yourself as you do your body scan and you and you get into your breathing. The next step that I would like you to do is explore receiving. So you have the answers for everything you need. Everything you need is within yourself. So I would like you to start practicing opening yourself to receiving the messages that you are supposed to receive. And so when you do this, your mantra might be something like, I'm open to receiving. I'm here to know what I am to learn. And you just sink down into that feeling. And receiving could look many different ways. So as I was teaching this to a dad, not that long ago, he said something like, what, what, so it's going to be like some magic voice that's going to be over my shoulder saying, you need to do this. And I said, okay, no, it's not, you know, some magic voice that's over your shoulder, but it is a voice and it's, it's, it's actually yours. And so you're just opening to receive. And the way that that can look, four different ways, and sometimes a combination of these, <laughs> but you might feel it. You might just feel it in your body and know what that is. You might hear it. So I oftentimes will hear it. You might hear it. It's almost like another version of you speaking to you. 
you might just know it. You instantly just know when it arrives. It's almost like that gut feeling and you just know it. Or you might see it. For some people, they literally will see a picture of their message or they will see a scenario or have almost like a little vision and they're in their meditation. So in the next episode, we will kind of narrow down each one and I'm going to help you learn how to tune into the different ways that you receive your own messages. But I want you to be open to the idea that you have all your answers and that everything that you are supposed to receive is yours to receive. I also would like to know how it goes for you as you begin your meditation practice. Remember, it's just five minutes being in tune with your breathing in a comfortable way of breathing and scanning your body for swaying or moving out discomfort and dropping down into relaxation for five minutes. Begin there. And then let me know how it goes because I would love to know how it goes for you. If you have any questions, you can reach out at theparentingalchemy.com, theparentingalchemy.com. I'm also on Instagram, so you can find me there at The Parenting Alchemy. And let me know. I'm excited for all the good things that will come your way through meditation. Thank you once again for listening and be well.